Well, hello, everyone. Yes, yeah, so the recording started, and um, all of you that have, are part of the teleseminar will receive uh, the recording in several days in different ways that you can listen to it, either uh, on my website in the teleseminar section or on iTunes podcasts or on SoundCloud. For those people new, um, this is uh, about the sixth year of um, these teleseminars, uh, which are really in, uh, my idea to have people gather together uh, to spend uh, close to an hour together where we can talk about some life issue with the understanding of the principles that were brought to us by Sydney Banks. And so what I usually do is um, I want to present to you on a particular topic for about half the time and then open it up to hear from uh, any of you that would like to share or ask questions or share something you've been thinking about around these, te- uh, around these principles uh, for the rest of the time. Um, it was really, this, these teleseminars or podcasts are really developed so that we do get input from other people during the time, uh, during this hour together, uh, rather than just listening to me. So, um, uh, and I'll tell you how to do that when we get when we get there to where have people um, ask questions or share. So um, today, um, it was interesting to me, what came to mind for me is um, I remembered, um, which uh, I, I remembered um, being with uh, Bill Pettit. Uh, Bill Pettit is a psychiatrist who works with the three principles and he um, and I, uh, we're learning from Sydney Banks together around 1983. And I heard at one of the seminars um, when he was trying to um, give people a sense that um, when we have some understanding of the principles, we can recognize what we're doing with thought. We can recognize how we're using the power of thought to affect our feelings and affect the experience we're having. And so he gave this example or this metaphor. um, And he said, it was around this time of the year, Halloween time. And he said, um, let's pretend that you could go to the store and buy um, uh, a scary Halloween mask that you could put on your hand. You see, just a scary mask that you can wear on your hand. And you put it on your hand and then you put your arm behind your back. And two minutes later, you take it out and try to scare yourself. And he asked everybody, well, can you scare yourself? And of course, everybody said no. And he said, why? Well, because we know we did that. We know we it's our hand. We know we put that mask on our hands, so how could we scare ourselves, even though that's a scary face? And it was really, to me, it really hit me as a great metaphor for once we have understanding of the principles that we can begin to recognize when our thinking is scaring us and what we're, when we are scared or anxious or worried or 
feeling somewhat troubled, we have the power, we we have the capacity to recognize that 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 we're that that thought is creating that experience for us. That we're doing that through the use of thought. I thought that was great, and I and I thought today in our title, uh, that's why I used it because I've seen recently in my coaching people and mentoring practitioners that people get caught in judging themselves, evaluating themselves, uh, thinking about their their past in terms of what ifs or I should have, you know. And I thought, well, they're like Halloween masks. They really are. They're not they're not actually real. They're just um made up like Halloween masks are made up. And if we can understand that our thinking about ourselves in terms of what is and should and should have are just ways we've learned to think about ourselves, then we can we can be as powerful as Bill Pettis' example of not scaring ourselves with a hand mask, uh, a scary hand mask, because we know what we're doing. It doesn't mean we get rid of it uh, 100%, but each time something arises around the what ifs or should have, the more we recognize them for what they are, uh, the more the, the, the less they stay in our minds. So um, why am I talking about what ifs and should haves? Um, in our early time learning from Sydney Banks, one time in a small group, we were talking about self-esteem. And um, the feelings of self-esteem and wanting self-esteem. And Sid said to us, and he said this in other places now, but he said, uh, you already have self-esteem. It's just thinking about yourself that gets in the way. And that was astounding. First, it was astounding to get a feel that we already have the feelings we want. That in itself uh, was impactful that day, that we already have all of the feelings we want to have now. We have them in our, in our, within our consciousness. It's there. Self-esteem is, you might call it our natural state of being, let's say. But the power of his words were really, I have, the feelings already that um, I'm wanting to have. And then the other powerful thing was there are ways I think about myself that get in the way of my uh, feeling self-esteem. And one of the ways I do that is by evaluating myself Um in terms of, well, what if, looking in the past in terms of what if I was better at that or uh, I I should have done, uh, how many times I've thought about myself in terms of should-haves. And um, so uh, that that's really powerful to realize that, to really get a sense that you already are self-esteem, you have it. And the other is... Um, to that we think our way away from it. We keep thinking about ourselves is another way of saying it. The more we think about how we're doing, 
the more we're going to be moving away from self-esteem. So um, that was very, very impactful, very impactful. And it's not that, again, you know, it's not that you use it as a strategy. It's just that you want to begin to really see that the only thing in the way of you feeling wonderful feelings about yourself is thinking about yourself, really. Um, so, so I want to talk about that a bit with all of you and uh, then see what your thinking is as we come to the second half of today. Um, there's so much Sid had shared with us that really helps with thinking about yourself, you know. But uh, one of the things he said that helped me more around easing up on the thinking I do about myself is, uh, he said, just be ordinary. Just be ordinary. And if you really look at just living being ordinary, you're just yourself. Um, You're not thinking about having to be better than you were yesterday or avoiding things that you you did and acted like yesterday. Um, so combined with knowing that you already have self-esteem um, and just being ordinary, you could start to get a feel to that can quiet down uh, our, our learned habits to continue to consider ourselves, to think about how we're doing, which gets in the way of you just being relaxed and letting the intelligence of mind guide you, letting your wisdom guide you. So, um, again, you know, I'm going to talk about some things. I'm not against it. I'm not uh, criticizing. I'm just bringing it to our awareness. Without understanding that people already have it, then uh, we keep looking for it. Uh, the educational system tries to teach people uh, to be to have self-esteem, and uh, I, I see that out here in the San Francisco Bay Area of California. That there's a lot of courses and uh, instructions about developing self-esteem. You see, well, if you're already working at developing self-esteem. You will never be able to help someone recognize they already have it, right? Because if you're developing self-esteem in someone, you have to think they don't have it. Um, So instead of helping people quiet down self-evaluation, there's a lot of training and education around developing self-esteem. like, I don't know, um, uh, doing things that make you feel good or accomplishments, starting to um, practice some things that you can accomplish and then feel good about yourself. So you can see the flaw in a system that is trying to help people get self-esteem. And the flaw really is uh, they're not knowing People already have self-esteem. Now, self-esteem is just a way to describe what people get caught up uh, within their personal world. Really, again, we're speaking about 
the deep essence of you being part of mind, right? And we're just calling the feeling of that uh, self-esteem because it's a topic of conversations and a lot of people spend time um, continuing to think about themselves with regret or uh, criticisms or with critical thinking. I was just um, mentoring someone who wants to coach the with the three principles, and we were talking about um, this person having a, a week where her mind was flooded with um, critical thoughts about herself and um, and thinking um, and and remembering times when she should have been better than um, she acted. And we talked about this, you know, like it's it's really uh, ironic that it was a few hours before today's teleseminar. So um, two things here. What's an understanding that can help you come to peace with uh, your thinking about uh, um, uh, that you should have been different than you were or what would it have been like if you were, you know, what if? What's an understanding that will help you come to peace with that? Well, again, you know, I want to go back to what I learned from Sidney Banks. And again, we'll, we'll, I'm going to share what I think he said and then tell, talk to you about how I see it. In speaking to this, he said, we are all the same. We are all the same spiritual energy uh, using thought to create a reality we're living in moment to moment. Now, what I hear from that is, again, this beautiful reassurance that we're all the same uh, living being um, uh, doing the same thing. And in, in terms of understanding our past, we have to see that every moment we look back to with a should have or a what if, at that moment, we were doing all we can do, all we could do, given the thinking we were in. Another way of saying it from Sid's words is we were doing all we could do, given the way, we, the, given the reality we were creating through thought. Now, there's no way you could do less than or more than. You just, all you can do is um, live within the quality of your thinking at the time. You see? So that's the understanding you need to see. Um, That every moment you go back and evaluate yourself, at that moment, you were doing all you could do given how you were looking at life, the separate reality you were in at that time. That's the truth about understanding the nature of thought and and the principles, you see. Um, So that can bring you to peace about about yourself in the past. Now, could you look at that in a way that might help you get better at something or... um, 
learn from 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 your your past or uh, maybe correct some things that you would have liked to have turned better? Sure, you can do that. You can look back at something that didn't feel right to you and um, find the wisdom in you to see if there's something you need to do about it now. But it will be, if you look back to that with the understanding that that's the only way you could have acted given the thinking you're in, you're free then to look at that in any way you'd like to, in a way that might help you. And you know what? You don't even have to worry about remembering those things. They'll come to you. As your level of understanding increases, somehow I've seen the intelligence of mind bring to mind something from my past that I needed to take care of. And when I have the understanding that I just shared with you, I don't get to feel bad about myself thinking I shouldn't have done that or what if. I just see it for what it is and I either come to peace with it or take care of it. So I'll give you a simple example. I'm driving along one day, like this is many years ago, as I was, um, you know, um, learning about this understanding, driving along and all of a sudden I remembered a way that I treated my sisters. I have twin sisters and um, we were still growing up together, teenagers. And uh, I remember a time when I really treated them badly and uh, kind of stuck with me. And I saw it and um, I realized I just need to apologize for it. I just want to clean it up with my sisters. Um, so I was able, I just saw that. I just saw what I wanted to do. And there was no um, judgmental thinking at all involved with that. So I'm just giving you that example to see that you don't even have to keep remembering what you did in the past. Um, as you deepen your understanding of the principles in Sidney Banks' teachings, uh, things will occur to you that um, you may want to take care of. The other piece is um, in terms of um, looking at your past and the way you acted in the past with the understanding that you were using thought your way to create a reality that you were living in. That's all you could do. Uh, and then you acted from that. It also allows you to just let go of it, uh, to not have to keep harping on that to not have it um, continue to haunt you. Now, it may come to mind, um, but if you have this understanding for thinking about it in terms of should-haves or what-ifs, um, it's nothing. You, it just won't be anything that matters to you um, at the time it comes into your mind. You could recognize it for what it is a scary hand mask, you see. Uh, and that's the power we have with this understanding to recognize um, how we might be scaring ourselves 
with the way we think. Isn't that beautiful? What a blessing to be together, to just be able to talk about that, because so many people in our world are innocently, again, uh, without understanding, it's innocent without understanding, scaring ourselves. Um, and um, and then judging that. Um, so it's really great that we can recognize that we're doing it. And I don't mean it like um, you want to judge that. <laughs> you know, oh my God, you know, I scared myself. What's wrong with me? <laughs> you don't want to judge that either. You just want to see it as being in the human condition that we've all learned ways to get insecure. Um, so um, once you could see that your should-haves and what-ifs really don't hold a truth to them, uh, they're just ways that you've learned to scare yourself or make yourself feel bad innocently, um, then they just look like scary Halloween masks. That's all they are. That's all it is. And you get the freedom of thought to quiet down about your what-ifs and should-haves and let wisdom kind of guide you through that. Um, Because, again, it looks to me from Sid's words that our whole goal, our purpose here is really to live in self-esteem. It's to live in those beautiful feelings is to come to peace about thinking about ourselves and just uh, live, you know, there's words for this. I don't want to get caught in the words of acceptance or, but it's more just live in those nice feelings, really, and trust that you'll be guided by mine. Now, that's ultimate ways of living. But understanding things like getting caught in should-haves or what-ifs, recognizing them when they come to mind as detours from these beautiful feelings helps us come back to that, helps us move more and cultivate the feelings of self-esteem, which we already are. Isn't that something? Um, So I just wanted to share that with you today. Using the the metaphor of Halloween as we're close to um, Halloween this week, and um, again, be careful um, shopping for uh, scary hen uh, masks. Okay, or if you do, uh, keep an eye out for you 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 using them to scare yourself. So um, I just wanted to share that with you today. Um, and uh, just kind of see now if any of you have anything you'd like to share. Um, If you have any questions about today, if you'd like to uh, share about how your understanding's going, if you wanted to share a thought about the principle. To do so, you have to hit star two on your phone. Then I can see that you want to share here, and I'll open up, uh, I'll unmute you. 
it's great to be back with you. We have been kind of infrequent in our teleseminars and podcasts this year, but I'm glad to be back with you, and I hope today's um, presentation was helpful. So uh, just opening up to see if anyone wants to share or make a comment or ask a question. Really love to hear from you. You know how we learn from one another. You've heard the past teleseminars. You you can hear how the teleseminar really deepens when people share. And that's what I've always wanted was to really be able to have the community of people that are here on the call um, share more with us. So you just need to hit star two on your phone. And uh, let's see here. Diane? Oh, hi, Mark. Um, I just wanted hi, to Diane. Uh, I just wanted to say that um, I kind of have a glimmer of, of what you're saying in the sense of physical health, too. Like lately, it's just been one thing after another, and and um, I I got caught up in it, you know, and not knowing what the best thing to do and what if should is things. But uh, luckily, uh, wisdom kind of sneaks in there and prevails, and somehow I calm down, and 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 uh, I I do something. And then when I don't know what to do, then I just have a little bit of, uh, well, just wait, you know, just be quiet and just wait and, and see what happens. And um, and the whole idea of, like, er, like, the physical body stuff is the same, eh? But when I calm down and when I'm quiet, it's just like, oh, my goodness, it's such a nice little, like, relief thing, that whole thing of, Yes, this is really where it's at, you know, that whole essence of truth. And that all this stuff is just, uh, uh, oh, what's that word, uh, like a thought storm. You know, I love that thing, thought storm. And, um, and I've just been experiencing that in just little bits, eh? And it's, oh, man, t- talk about grateful. It, it, is that all tie up in t- t- what you're saying, Mark? Oh, Diane, thank you so much. The feeling you're sharing is really what we're talking about together here. And um, uh, I really love that um, there's an understanding you're sharing from that brings us to calm. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, you know, we could get caught up in what is and should haves about bodily issues too, you know. And uh, I've, I've, I've helped a lot of people with physical illnesses that live in should-haves and what-ifs. And, again, that moves them away from being just calm. It moves them away from the natural feelings we have. Even though we have physical issues, we still have these deep feelings of what we're calling today self-esteem. And when people could calm down from should-haves and what-ifs about body issues, um, they get the wisdom you're talking about. That guides them in terms of what to do. So thank you so much for sharing, Diane. Oh, yes. Thanks, Mark. And we have someone here. uh, Somebody else raised their hand. I don't know who you are, but if you you raised your hand, uh, go ahead and talk. Hi. Hi there. 
Hi. Hi. Um, I, I, I wanted to share something about um, what you said about, you know, the feeling that we're looking for, that it's, that it's already within us instead of having to uh, develop it. Um, I've, I've been kind of, uh, I've been on the theme of self-love lately as I, as I realized that I didn't, I didn't have that experience as often uh, as I perhaps could. And uh, I just thought it was interesting because if, if I would share that with people, they would usually, you know, give those advices that, that you also mentioned about developing it or uh, doing exercises and, um, and, yeah, and I've also had the had the the experience of um, waking up in the feeling of self love without having done anything uh, for it. So that's just been a theme of yeah. mine. Yeah. Well, beautiful what you're sharing. That's really beautiful, and um, and you know, it's understanding. It's understanding because. Uh, when you could share with us that, you know, you just woke up in the feeling of love without doing anything, you're learning, you're understanding, you're seeing it. And that's it, you know. Um, and, yeah, you know, when you put that out to people, you know, um, I really want to feel better. I really want to feel more of a sense of love and understanding. Uh, and innocently, you know, people don't have an understanding of where that exists. So they think it's in doing stuff. So that's what they usually share with people. I remember, uh, again, you know, it's my first year in um, learning uh, this understanding with Sydney Banks and attending seminars. And I um, and I did a um, a weekly course in my program uh, at a medical center, and um, at that time. I was still caught in um, giving people kind of things to do, you know, so it was still early on in my understanding. And I look back on it now, and, you know, I, I don't get into the should have about it, but I remember uh, giving a talk there about depression, you know, and I said, look, if you're in a depression, just go out and get an ice cream cone, you know, just go get some ice cream or go out and, and do something like that. Now, no one would do that. You see, that's just the thing to do. You don't do that. Uh, and even if you were depressed and you went for an ice cream cone, um, you wouldn't always go for an ice cream cone to try to make yourself feel better. So in those days, the logic made, seemed to make sense for me go do something that you enjoy and you'll feel better. Um, so now, again, as we're talking today, you already have it in you. So you want to point people and yourself to the fact that, uh, that the happiness, well-being, uh, love is already there. And it was beautiful that you shared the truth of it, that you woke up and you were already in it. You didn't do anything. 
that's just a powerful uh, way to see things. And I talk a lot with people about times when they had these deep feelings and they realized they didn't do anything. They just were living in them. So thank you so much for sharing. What, what is your name? Nikki. Nikki? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hi. Nice to meet you. I'm Oops. glad you're on the call. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Okay. And um, let's see. We have someone else here, too, that uh, did a star, too. Um, did you want to start talking? Yeah, this is Daniel Magnuson. Do you hear me? Hello. Hello. Is, do you hear me? Yes, we hear you. Okay, good. <laughs> now, this is uh, Daniel Magnuson from Sweden. Um, I, I really think that what, what I have seen for myself, that the more I understood that my well-being has always been with me, then then it's more easy for me to understand that I don't need to do anything to to contain it or to to lose it because I cannot lose it. Like it cannot be taken away. But as soon as I start to like believing my thoughts that that it actually can be taken away or or given by someone or something, then 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 I will try to fulfill that. But when I see it, it's it's not true. Then I can maybe get rid of the must and shoulds and stuff like that. Just uh, well, show up as myself. Danny, thank you. Oh. Yes, show up as yourself. Thank you for sharing, and uh, nice to meet you here on the teleseminar. Uh, yeah, that's so true, isn't it, what you just shared? Beautiful what you shared. Um, you know, when you can sit in the knowing um, that you already have the deep feelings, um, it protects you. That really knowing is kind of an insulation against... Um, our habitual thoughts that get us insecure. And and again, you know, you just shared with it, with everyone like what I'm sharing. You know, we're in the human condition, so those habits of thought come back. But again, you know, they become more short-lived when we can see that um, just how they're affecting us or we see that we can recognize that they're just our Halloween mask. You see, we can just recognize their their thought. And what a blessing to be able to share that and know that. Um, so it's not so much a strategy to stay in the feelings of self-esteem. The knowing uh, that you already have it and walk in it um, is all we need. And um, Sometimes we forget, but if we've had a, a sense of it, if we if it's made uh, if we have some understanding for it, it comes back. It occurs in our minds. Oh my God, you know, you've got your hand mask up again. 
and we can go back to these beautiful feelings. So, Danny, thank you so much for sharing today. Thank you. Anybody else want to share um, today in our meeting? It's so much, uh, isn't it beautiful to know you've found some glimmer of understanding that gives you some freedom from our um, well-learned insecure thinking and um, and that it can happen, that we can um, recognize we're caught up in a way of using thought that is taking us away from um, the wisdom, the beautiful feelings um, we're meant to live in. And uh, I, I continually see that sooner and sooner in the game. And um, it isn't that my habitual thoughts stop coming to mind, although a lot have. Um, I just, it just occurs to me what I'm doing. Oh, you know, I don't say it this way, but for today, the metaphor is, you know, uh, oh, Mark, you you know, you, you just put on your scary mask again. And I wish so many people, I'm going a little off the what ifs, but I wish so many people suffering from anxiety, particularly, you know, today, can see that innocence of us who have learned um, uh, to put scary masks on our hand, and that's all that's going on. Uh, just getting a glimmer of that really begins to help people find more deeper feelings of well-being. So um, just going to check in with people to see anybody else want to share today by just pressing star 2 on your phone. Um, just really welcome anything, even a question. Uh, for those of you new today, if, um, you know, you have some questions about um, it making sense for you, that's part of um, of what the benefit is of being here in the teleseminar. Feel, feel free to ask any question. Here we go. Um, so this is uh, Susan. Is that, is Hi, that Mark. right? Yep. Hi, Susan. Um, I just wanted to make a comment that, um, you know, ever since ever since I I learned about the three principles a couple of years ago, um, it's it's like my life has just gotten deeper and deeper. I'm not exactly sure if that's the right way to put it, but. It's interesting that it's beautiful. Recent, just recently, just in the last couple of days, um, I was talking to someone who I don't really know very well, um, and we were um, we were just talking, and I was talking a little bit about the principles, and she said, "Boy, she said your voice is just so calming," and 
that's kind of whenever I start thinking about it or I start talking to people about it or talking just around it, it's it's like it's like I end up just dropping into that heart space. Yes. Um yeah, so it's just um I don't know. It's it's just allowed me to just go deeper within myself, which is just so it just feels good. Susan, you really shared it beautifully. It does. You just feel like you're going deeper. Um and yeah, you know, it's really interesting to see that people notice a, a difference in you, you know? Mm. Uh, and that's usually, uh, you know, we don't really see it in ourselves much, you know? Uh, we have to look back and say, oh, you know what? Uh, I didn't get bothered there. Wow. But most yeah. people will start to see us feeling that we're, we're deeper, you know? They'll see us. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I talk about this a lot, you know, um, on webinars and when I'm interviewed, but um, the first couple of months that I had an insight listening to Sydney Banks for the first time, and I went back to my uh, psychiatric clinic where we had like 30 mental health professionals, um, I just brought, I just started to live in this feeling right away, you know, and I was uh-huh. more understanding, I was more understanding to my colleagues and uh, one day, it was about three to six months, I can't remember exactly, um, one of my colleagues came up and said, Mark, I've been watching you, and you're so different, and uh, you haven't gone back to your old way. What are you learning? I want to know. <laughs> you know so, and uh, I didn't think it was such a big deal. You know, you go about minding your own business and you talk to people, but you, when you talk to people from your understanding, you know, you're, and you're just, a little, you're different, you're calmer, maybe you're more understanding. So it's really cool that people will point out that you're calmer when you talk about this, but it's really beautiful what you said. It, it is, you, you're going deeper, you're seeing more. Um, Sid would say probably, I don't know, you're, you know, your level of consciousness is rising. So you're understanding more. You're feeling more of the loving feelings you're born with, the peace of mind. Mm. So, Susan, thank you for yeah. for, uh, for contributing. Um, okay, well, it's great to have heard from everyone. Just uh, give one more shout out to anybody who might want to ask a question or make a comment or share anything. Um, well, it was wonderful having all of you here today. Um, and again, just wonderful to see new people. Uh, again, uh, my whole purpose of this is to give us a chance to talk together about some life issues as a community and um, and relate them to the teachings of Sydney Banks. Again, if you really want to learn more, I would encourage you all to um, just 
uh, go to Sidney Banks. There's a lot of books out that he's written and other videos. And he's really the source. He's the person who wrote his books to wake up more understanding in all of us. So I would encourage you to go there. Um, again, everybody who registered for the seminar, if you got an email for from me reminding you to tell us the teleseminar today, then you're going to automatically get an email with directions to listen to the recording. The other thing I just wanted to remind everybody about is if you're interested in sharing the principles, I put together a online go-at-your-own-pace course that will guide you in terms of sharing the principles. Um, there will be a link to that on the email I send to you about uh, listening to the recording. But if you have any questions about it, just email me at drmarkhoutward at comcast.net. Thank you all for being here. I love what people shared. What a beautiful feeling from everyone. And um, we'll talk with you next month. And don't scare yourselves too much on Halloween, okay? All right, everyone. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.